Let's just take a look. And you tell me what you think. Money is a construct. It essentially is created out of thin air. Annual deficits mean nothing. They don't matter anymore. And there's serious truth to that, guys. Think about it. Nobody cares about debt anymore. Nobody gives a damn about the national debt or even the deficit. The year-in and year-out deficit. We'll deal with it down the road. You'll let your kids and your grandkids deal with it. Because if you don't promise stuff, you won't win elections. We're near $30 trillion in debt. $30 trillion. I've said that number a number of times, and nobody seems to understand what that means. We're, even at a low interest rate, where we are right now, we're still talking about $600 billion a year to service that debt. That's before you knock one nickel uh, off of the principal. It's unsustainable. But if nobody seems to care about it, maybe it's like, uh, you know, you're not paying attention to it. It doesn't really exist. Oh, it exists. But money no longer is tangible. It's an abstract. Laws are not necessarily binding anymore. Immigration. We have laws on the books. You come here illegally, you've broken those laws. Now, we are welcoming anyone who comes here. If you can get to the borders, arms are open, come on in, almost to the point where there's no questions asked. Arrest, prosecution, trials, all fluid, right? All fluid. What's good for one person is not good for the other. It is essentially organized or unorganized chaos, actually, is more accurate when it comes to immigration law. And that goes for other laws across the nation as well. Hit an old lady over the head with a pipe, knock her to the ground, steal her, steal her wallet. Well, maybe you had a tough childhood. Maybe your mom was a crack addict. If that's the case, then we're probably going to let you go. Racial inequities or racism now is mainstream. In other words, we first are defined by our ethnicity or our religion and only secondary by our American commonality. Think about that, right? When somebody asks me what my nationality is, I make a point to say I'm American, right? I know I have heritage that links me to Italian, Albanian, but I'm an American. I was born here, right? I bleed red, white, and blue. One of the biggest regrets I ever made was not going into the military. I had other things going on, but man, I, I love the country. I'm not Italian. I wasn't born there. Yeah. Okay. My genes dictate that I go back there, but that doesn't make me that I'm an American. We're all Americans. Why divide us more and more when we don't have to be divided? That's why you never, ever, ever, and this is not out of a lack of respect, I never use the word African-American. I don't. If you choose to identify yourself by the color of your skin, then I'll, I'll do that, and it's not racially motivated. I just say if you want to be known as a black man or a black woman, okay, fine. But unless you were born in Africa, you're an American. 
I don't see anything wrong with that. By the way, if you're an immigrant from, uh, obviously, from wherever, Southern America or South America or Central America, you are now a more preferable citizen than the average everyday American schmuck. Right? If you're making your way from Central America here, you have more virtue and more worth than any citizen that currently lives within the borders of the United States. You're elevated to a different level. Right now, we're living in a time where most Americans should be treated as if we would treat little kids, right? Noble kind of lies, making sure that the upper echelon of the, uh, the hierarchy are taken care of, COVID-19 rules in place, right? We've got a set of rules that we have to follow like kids. Follow the rules and you're good to go. Don't follow the rules. Go stand in the corner. Here's one of my favorites, hypocrisy. I talk about hypocrisy all the time. But hypocrisy now is acceptable, right? Climate change activists fly on private jets. Social justice warriors live in gated communities. Multi-billionaire elitists pose as victims of sexism or racism or homophobia. Right? That is the extreme examples of hypocrisy. But you see hypocrisy every day in Washington or in Hartford. Every day. It is, or it has caught on like a wildfire. Think about it. Think about how many politicians that you know, that you can lock into, that stand their ground and are firm and are precise and exact when they talk about issues. And they don't fluctuate. And they don't retreat on their core values. And listen, everyone has changes of opinion. I'm not saying you can't change your opinion when the information is given to you. But it's different. Changing your opinion is different than speaking to one audience and spinning it one way and a different audience that wants to hear something different and spinning it another way. And our politicians, most of them do that. Most of them do that. Which is incredibly not only is it annoying, but it's, it's sad. And it's one of the reasons why I think that um, we are in such trouble. McCarthyism is good. Destroying lives and careers for incorrect thoughts. Save more lives. Save more career. The cancel culture and the Twitter reign of terror is fully upon us. We're completely engulfed in that. If you can ruin somebody, you ruin them. Right? If you can ruin somebody, you try to ruin them. That's the new American way. The new American way of wokeness, right? The new religion of America growing faster and larger than any religion in history, faster than Christianity could have spread or Judaism, whatever. Whatever religion you hang your hat on. Wokeness is now the new religion 
of America, right? It's priesthood outnumbers the clergy that exist across this nation. Silicon Valley is the new Vatican. And Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, and Twitter are the new Gospels. You must follow those Gospels. Hallelujah! Can I get an amen? Am I wrong on any of that? I'll leave out, too, the idea that values have completely deteriorated. Nobody gives a damn about a value system anymore. Nobody has morals. Or nobody looks up to somebody who has morals. It's almost like a, a badge of honor or courage if you're able to swindle or steal something. Yeah, I got ahead of the line and got my COVID vaccine because I did this, that, and the other. Cut that old man off. Ha! I got mine. See it every day, don't you? Your politicians did it. Senator Murphy did it. Right? I think Dick Blumenthal was old enough to get his, but we've seen that on television all the time. These politicians lining up to get their shot ahead of older folks, compromised folks. I know folks who have, you know, level three, like three cancer, lupus, and one has lupus, one has cancer. They can't get their shots because they're too young. I told them I could have mine, but that doesn't work like that. Imagine that. Imagine that. And that's just a, the basic sort of bottom level of that. But we see that all the time. How America has turned itself inside out with zero morals and zero scruples. And there's a difference between this idyllic, idyllic, excuse me, idea for a planet, right? An unsustainable, impossible idea. And morals, Right? The idea that you can feed the planet, or let's, let me be more precise. The idea that you can save everyone around the globe, the seven and a half billion other people that inhabit this earth, that America can put those folks on their back and carry them financially and spiritually is impossible. We can't welcome seven and a half billion people within our borders. So that idea of this this planet of one harmonious, together, woke utopia is impossible, right? And a liberal will tell you that it's not, it's impossible. And I say that, and at the same time, in liberal cities across the country, there are tens of thousands of homeless people who are living on the street. And a good chunk of them are former veterans or veterans. And yet nobody pays any attention to that. So when you can't help your own people, and I know saying own people is uh, like nails on the chalkboard, to any liberal because that's that's not what they're about. But wouldn't it be the best course of action that the first step that we take is to help folks who are American citizens and to write our own economy 
and to be good to each other first and be Americans first before we can turn our attention to the rest of the globe and try to you know, lift those folks up? I have no problem trying to lift folks up who want to make their life better. Hell, that's what being a human being is about. But when you got tens of thousands of people sleeping under bridges, who the hell are you to tell me that my morals are more bankrupt than yours? We'll be back. I have cried, I have I have